Hello, and welcome back to another episode of No BS with Briar and Sarah. This is Sarah. And this is Briar. I do want to say really quickly, if we sound muffled, um, I don't know. We, we tried, tried to figure it out. We've done several trials. The last and, 30 minutes. Um, yeah, we think we figured it out, so we shouldn't, but if we you do, never know. Bear with us, because every day or every week, it's a new challenge with this shit. Exactly. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about these uh, recovery programs that Briar and I are both in, but I want to start off by reading this very sweet quote from my mother. <laughs> Let me see. Today she sent me, it's never too late, never too late to start over, never too late to be happy. She said, every day is a clean slate, my love. Started out happy. Love you. So cute. <laughs> because my sweet mom, uh, whenever I broke sobriety recently and I went a little bit crazy, she's one of the people that I called. And that doesn't happen often. So she's been sending me things, motivational things, every day. And it's so sweet because she and I don't have a very close relationship. And I hardly, I've hardly ever called her whenever I was feeling you know, down. And so that's just really nice to hear from her every day. She mm -hmm. sends me something sweet, something like a little motivational quote she like finds on the internet with a message from her. And it means so, so much to me. So that's just a little precious gift that you can give to someone in your life if you know that they're struggling with anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like a little like smelly face in their day. It is. It's so a amazing. Smelly face and a smooch. Yes. <laughs> so... Let's talk about our newfound recovery programs that we are in. Go ahead. I'll let Briar take the lead. All righty. <clears throat> so yesterday was my first time going to NA, which is Narcotics Anonymous. And I'll be the first to tell you that I never thought I would be in that building or in that place with people. Um, when I first started doing drugs at 19... And until about, you know, till recently, you know, I've been getting clean. Um, I always told myself, you're not addicted. You can stop whatever you want. You do this because you want to, not because you have to. And I would always use the excuse of, well, I, you know, I use these drugs or this specific drug to help me get things done and to do all these things I don't have the energy to do because I work three jobs. I'm in 15 hours of school, yada, yada, yada. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And what are we here for? No BS. Period. Period. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went by myself and I was physically shaking, like yeah, like a leaf on a tree blowing in West Texas wind, kind of shaking. And it was interesting when I walked in, these people are just normal everyday people, not the people that you see on TV when they portray AA or NA or things like that that look you know, ragged and broken down and like homeless. These people were normal human beings because they are normal human beings, unfortunately, just with an addiction. Um, and there's like some, you know, like beginning of things, you know, you do, you do the serenity prayer and then you go through like um, kind of like some rules and regulations 
and expectations of the program. So um, I'm not going to, you know, bore you with that part, but I am going to kind of go into um, some key things, some top, the topic that was talked about, and then when you're in AA and th the things to expect whenever you come out of it or continue to go to it. So the first thing was the desire to stop using. And I like highlighted that in my notes, I took notes. And I think that's, it was very important to start off with that. And it was crazy. It was, it was crazy that it started off with that because I, you know, for all these years, I had the desire to not stop, but now I have the desire to stop completely and be clean and stay clean. It's really hard. The next one is um, accept personal responsibility. And that's a hard one for me. Like I always joke about, I take zero responsibility for my actions. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't take responsibility for my actions. I did the complete opposite. Uh, so yeah, so that was, you know, hit the nail on the head. Next one is um, addiction can lead to suicide, which that also hit home after, you know, about two weeks ago, I had an episode where um, I did have some suicidal thoughts come into my head. Uh, the next bullet point was we were, we were powerless to our addiction. Keyword is were. We are not powerless. We have power beyond any imaginable being. Our brain is so incredible and intricate that if we put our mind to something, we can do it. Um, we have to make a moral inventory of ourselves and admit that we have a problem. And I thought it was interesting that they used the word inventory. Like I never would have paired that word with it, but I guess, yeah, like, you know, you take an inventory of what are your morals? Like, are you okay with this? What are you not okay with? And the things that you're not okay with, you got to admit that, hey, dude, like this is not cool. Like I'm not okay with it. The next one is, um, and I highlight this one too. We didn't become an addict in one day. We were not addicted in one day. And it's true. The first time I ever did cocaine, I never thought I'd be an NA 11 years later. Never thought that. Five years in, 11 years in, never thought until... Till I till about two weeks ago when I had that suicidal thought and I knew that I needed a little bit of extra help. Right. <clears throat> and the last bullet point is, are you truly willing to change? And that's the thing is you have to be willing to change. Truly, truly. Like you have to set your mind to it. It's not a flippant, you know, idea or burst of like whatever change that you want to do. Like, oh yeah, let's change today. Like you have to be really willing to put in the work and the effort to do it. So I'm going to move on toward the topic. The topic was change. And that's been, I think, a pretty key as like key topic that Thor and I have talked about is, you know, changing things that we don't like about ourselves, changing how we view things, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the first one was attitude, how you live and act towards other people being loving and caring versus unforgiving and hateful. If you stay clean, you can have another day to work on it, aka yourself and your sobriety. Accepting that good things are happening. Stay open-minded. We do deserve good things to happen to us regardless of our past. And that's one that I really struggle with. I feel like I am very unwilling of good things. And when good things do happen to me, I immediately push it away. I doubt it. I'm like, I don't deserve this. Why do I deserve this? Well, unfortunately, 
that's the beauty of grace is that no one is deserving of grace. And that's what makes it unfair, you know, but it's beautiful that that's what grace is because regardless of the things that we've done in the past and in the atrocities and addictions and things like that, when you get clean and you make that decision for your life, like all the blessings are going to start flowing in. Um, Regardless, if you think you are invincible to any drug, alcohol, whatever, smoking cigarettes, you're not. And that was another big thing with me. I was invincible. And it was the drugs I was on that made me feel invincible. And that's why I loved him so much is while everything else was crumbling around in my life, that drug was the one thing that made me feel like I had control. But in reality, I was spiraling out of control, like ridiculously. Um, another big one, and Sarah and I have, you know, discussed this kind of like on our own and just, you know, things that we've discovered and how it's hard whenever you start getting sober, like your very beginning is change people and places when you are getting clean. That's very key. Like you're going to lose a lot of friends. And I'll tell you right now, they're, they're not friends. They were your friend because you were the party kid or you yeah. had the drugs or you always had the alcohol or whatever. They're not your friends. <laughs> so there's that. Um, so there is 12 steps. I didn't get the steps. That's a little too in depth, uh, in my opinion, but working the steps help change the inside and eventually show on the outside. Change is knowing that you care, caring about yourself, caring about if you're in a relationship, your partner care. It shows that you care about your family, your mom, your dad, brothers, sisters, whatever it changes or excuse me, it shows you that you care about your friends and the people that are around you it affects. Change is hard, good or bad. And, you know, in the beginning, it's really, really hard. And you know it's for good. And and that keeps you going. But there are going to be certain instances. And this one lady shared some, you know, something that she went through. And it was for her, it was good, but it was bad at the same time. And that was very, it was a very double-edged sword how, how she said that, you know, change is hard, good or bad. Um, when the abuse and using of substances stops, the feeling of worthlessness also stops. It also stops when you get into NA and get clean. And I mean, after that, after just last night, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm even more gung-ho about continuing my sobriety journey. Um, As an addict, we want instant gratification, which is probably the most like true thing I've ever heard. Especially like if you use drugs, having to wait for your drug dealer, man, you're like checking your phone every five minutes, checking, 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 checking. And if you do drugs, you know that you're on drug dealer time. You're not on, you know, they're not on your time. Um, yeah. And same thing with, with, with my drug of choice. I wanted to instantly be gratified. I wanted to instantly feel powerful. I wanted instant energy and ready to go and da 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 da. And I don't need instant gratification. I, I can't do everything in one day. We're not designed or built that way by any means. Um, you are a good person who just made bad choices. So don't forget that your choices don't define who you are as a person, unless you continue to choose to not get better. Then yeah, it shows 
that there is some issues in your moral compass and, you know, in your, in your, uh, inventory, as they said, blessings do come and Sarah and I are living proof of it. And I know many other people, my brother and his wife are living proof. I mean, I look up to them. They, they are like my heroes. They are my mentors in, in the sobriety journey. They've been sober for 10, 11 years. Their kids are happy and healthy. They're happy and healthy. They go on trips. They love each other. They don't fight. It's, it's incredible what, what blessings come and what good things come to you when you let that addiction go. Um, a big one also for me is accepting consequences of your past and not spiraling or reverting back to those toxic habits when you accept the consequences. You know, as a kid, you know, you, me, I rode my bike out into the street after my mom specifically told me not to. Well, I got my ass whipped as I should have. I disobeyed her. And I remember going into my room being a little kid and, oh, I hate her and, and just so mad and just throwing a hissy fit. But we're not little kids anymore. We're adults. And the consequences are much more significant than getting a, a whooping on your ass. It is jail time. It is killing yourself, killing somebody else. It's it's much more severe. And when you're sober and you have to face those head on, you don't have that Band-Aid to, to make you feel better. You don't. You have to accept it and take the consequences. You know, it, that's just life. Um, the last one for the topic of change is you need a personality change. It's not so much personality change, but in my opinion, you change into the person that you are meant to be and who you truly are, not this person that you've made up for yourself or the person that alcohol or drugs have made you into. You, you change your personality and become who you are because the sober you is your best you. Sobriety looks good on everybody, and I'll be the first person to tell you that. So I'm going to you know wrap it up real fast. Uh, so when you're in a... This guy, and I have a bad issue with this. I love to talk, as everybody knows, and sometimes I interrupt, and it's a bad habit I'm working on. But he said, stop talking and start listening. Understand change is required. I don't want to die, and if I continue with my addiction, I will. We've discussed it in previous episodes. We know the end of the story. And if we continue, we're literally walking into our own demise. And I know that I have a good life ahead of me. And I'm not going to let any substance, no matter what it is, ruin that for me. Um, I am responsible for my recovery. Nobody else is responsible for that but myself. And that is why it's so important for you to truly make that decision. If you're ready to change, you got to stick with it. You got you to gotta bust your ass. It's not easy, but you're the only person that's responsible for it. And you can do it. If Sarah and I can do it, you guys can do it. I promise. And these people... Some of these people in there were on way worse things than I've that I've ever done, and they were 15 years sober. So it was pretty incredible to hear their stories. No matter what goes on around you, you don't have to get high today. You can go to bed clean and wake up the next day clean. And that was a very hope-filled quote that somebody stated. Um, knowing that, just the thought of going to bed knowing I didn't get high today. And then waking up the next morning, dude, I didn't get high today or I didn't get drunk last night. Like what a good feeling to have. Um, amazing, things can ha- amazing things can change when you put the drug down. 
and it's true. I'm living it right now. I've been living it with no alcohol. Sarah can tell you the same thing. I mean, it's true. Amazing things happen when you when you put the addiction away. As you change, your point of view changes too. And that includes, you know, people you want to surround yourself with, places you used to go that aren't really your place that you need to be anymore, how you view life. I mean, I'm reading this um, emotional intelligence book and I would have, I've had that book for four years and I've never touched it. And now that I'm getting sober, I, I see things in my life that I want to change. My point of view is changing and there, there you go. It's all about growth. As we always talk about, what is, what do we say? Call us plants. Because we grow in. That's right. Um, last few things. You may not see the difference, but the people that love and support you, they see it. So don't forget that. Other people are looking at you and they're rooting for you. The last one, they said, do service work for inner growth. And I think that would be really cool for me and you to do something to give back to the community or do, oh, yeah. do an act of service to show, you know. I would love to do that. Absolutely. But, sorry, that was a little bit longer than I anticipated, guys. I apologize. But um, that was uh, Ms. Briar Duquette's first time in NA, which was May 30th of 2023. So we can look back a year from now and see how things are. Hell yeah, girl. <laughs> Hell yeah, fuck yeah. Well, good for you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you for going. Oh, I look forward you. to going <laughs> with you. I'm going to go to a meeting with Briar, and I'm just, like, really excited to um, attend it. And I know. I'm excited for you, too. <clears throat> Yeah. I think it's beneficial. I think it's beneficial for anybody. You know, my friend Chappie has been wanting me to go to AA, even though, you know, I've been good with alcohol and stuff, but just to hear people's stories, point of views, coping. And he was right. So Chappie, if you ever listen to this podcast, sir, shout out to you, my guy. Awesome. Well, and then, Miss Sarah, let's talk about you because you've got something different for some listeners that I think are is also beneficial for those who are nervous about going in person. Definitely. So, I after I relapsed this last time, that was really hard for me to do, um, especially after starting this podcast and feeling like you know I'd let myself down and like I'd let other people down, um, and. There's something so lonely about breaking sobriety whenever you have like your community of people that are like happy for you. But then it's like, well, what do you do when you're like the only one that's not sober anymore? And I decided it was definitely time for me to join a program of some sort. But I have my own personal reasons why I will not go to AA. Um, I'm not knocking it. If that works for you, that's amazing. I personally did not want to do that. So I just got online and looked up uh, alternatives to AA. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was led to this app. This app is fucking amazing so far. Dude, she's okay. been telling me about it. Yeah. It's called Reframe. Now, as y'all know, because I've referred to my I Am Sober app a lot of times, I stand by I Am Sober. It's an amazing app. It's free. Of course, there's like some upgrades um, that you can purchase. But what I love about Reframe that's different is this whole thing is it's not just a tracker of time and sobriety the way that I Am Sober is. It is 
it has everything and you do have to pay for it. I have a seven day free trial, but to me, like, okay, it's like 80 something dollars for a year. That is worth so much more than like me breaking my fucking sobriety. Um, mm -hmm. And the money that I spend whenever I am not <laughs> So this app gives you daily tasks and it is a, as it's, it's a step-by-step -step recovery program. So you start as a novice and then eventually you lead your way up to being like a pro or whatever. And what also is incredible to me is that not only do you, um, does it keep track of your sober days, but like if I were to fuck up right now, it still keeps track of your recovery days because it like, the people who created it, like they know, they understand that sobriety is not linear. And that's like one of the first things that it tells you on there. The recovery path is not linear. So this whole time I've been feeling like whenever I have a really great streak and then I interrupt it by spiraling out of control and getting drunk, I feel like, oh my God, now I have to start all the way over. Like I'm starting from the bottom again. And I'm not. I have spent so much time and effort into my sobriety than I give myself credit for because I spend so much time beating myself up for the times that I've broken it. And I look back on the way that I lived before when sobriety was just like out of the question. And it was nothing like it is. I couldn't even, I couldn't do a podcast. I couldn't even do anything because I was just drunk all the time. So I really love that it still keeps track of your recovery and not just your days of being alcohol free. Besides that, this is also a good app for like sober curious people or even people who are just wanting to cut back because it lets you set your own goal with what do you want? And I of course put mine that I don't want to drink at all. So every day it gives you your daily tasks to go through. And then it has these toolkits, which are incredible. So it says uh, the average craving is about 20 minutes long. So you can put your phone on this app in craving mode. And it has, it, it starts a timer for you. And it starts giving you like games, um, some mindfulness, like meditations, affirmations, plans for cravings, coping strategies, thrive tips, um, inspirational videos, things like that. There is of course a forum so that you have a whole community to talk to as well, which is amazing. And then you can join groups in the forums. On top of that, you have like a uh, virtual daily check-ins that you can do, um, challenges, which are fucking awesome. So I'm in one right now. I'm in like the mental health May. I'm in the dry, uh, dry for 31 days. There's a lot of challenges and courses, which are so amazing because it's all, it all ties into how sobriety affects, how all of these things affect our sobriety. So your courses are going to be like your prevention plans, um, improving your gut bacteria, uh, how to reset after a relapse, um, creating healthy boundaries, uh, preventing your brain from aging, uh, using movement to heal the mind. And then on top of all that, 
it has workshops. And so then you can just join these awesome workshops that are like um, understanding the impact of trauma, mindfulness and alcohol, effective goal setting. And every day, so I've only been using it for a few days, but day one was about like your why. And everybody who starts needs to know, why are you doing this? And I don't do this for, I do this for, yes, thinking about some people, of course, but nobody ever tried to put me on this path. I chose it and I do it for myself. So my why is for me and it is also for, you know, my husband, my friends and family to not have to like worry about me and things like that, the way that I treat others. But it's just been really, really astounding. And I love the point of view that it comes from that it's not enabling you to make mistakes. It's just letting you know that if you do, that's okay. You're not suddenly completely off track, which is the way I have struggled with and viewed myself this whole time. That's how I was feeling last week when I was saying, okay, I've got to be gentle with myself so I don't do it again. And that's what I did the next day. But I still felt like I'm starting all the way over. But all that was starting over is my sobriety streak. As in like amount of days clean, not my relationship with alcohol or anything like that. So definitely if that's something you're into, I know it costs some money, but I promise it's going to be so, so worth it. And I just like look forward to using it. I look forward to being on it all the time. So what were your... Um, you said t- daily challenges. Yeah, so go over your daily challenges so sure. they kind of can see what. So, uh, day one was just identifying your why, um, giving you some daily motivation. What is your why and your reasons to change? Day two is why do we drink? It it just gives you like an article. On like, why do we drink? It explains the science behind what happens to your mind whenever you're under the influence of alcohol, because no matter what it comes down to, nobody is just drinking because it's something to do. It is because of your body's reaction to alcohol. Um, It also gives you thrive tips, withdrawal symptoms, uh, daily motivation, and then you reflect on why do you drink, and then you log your stress. So today... Um, which I need to do. I haven't done it yet, but it uh, begins with why is alcohol so rewarding? And then after that, like it unlocks, you have to do step by step. It'll be my daily motivation, the thrive tip on what's the deal with sugar. Like, why do we crave so much sugar after uh, we get off of alcohol? And then it says like, you know what, like eating some sugar is going to be better than like you getting wasted in so many words. But also it says, you know, like if you're diabetic, talk to your doctor, (laughs) which I am. (laughs) And then it it goes over neurological rewards and then you log your mood. And so right now I am on a two day streak with this app because I just got it two days ago. And I'm just really, really excited to see where it takes me and to be finally part of a program because I never, I never have been. I just, I got sober and then I'd fuck up and then I'd get sober and then I'd fuck up. And, you know, having Briar and having the podcast and having um, other sober friends has been great and been rewarding. 
But it's like I said, like when I fuck up and like they haven't, then I, I feel isolated almost, even though I know I'm not. I know I'm not, but it's just like, okay, I'm the black sheep because, you know, my last friend's been able to hit three months now and Briar's been able to hit however many months now. And it's like, what's wrong with me that I feel like I can't, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I don't mean to get emotional, but like, I felt that way so much that I'm just like, well, what's wrong with me? Absolutely nothing. That something happens and I'm here doing something that I don't want to do at all. And so I just knew it was time to take the next step, join a program and I'm here and I'm happy. I know I don't sound happy, but I am. And yeah. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, reframe. I'm so it's proud got of these you. amazing. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. But it's got these like amazing like meditation stuff too. Shit, I did one the other night. It was like mindfulness for sleeping or whatever. That shit knocked me out. I was late as hell to work the next day, which <laughs> I'm always late, but I was like super <laughs> late. <laughs> you so good. I did want to ask. Um, so you know, oh, so like NA, um, they share their stories, but you said, I think the other day that you can like talk to a person one-on-one, kind of like a counselor, right? Yeah. So you do have the option to speak to coaches. Like you can, um, so the community, you can just talk to everybody. That's free. You have the option to, um, pay more to speak to a coach. Um, but that's just because that's specifically that one person and like their job, but there are, um, different sort of programs you can pay for to get the correct use out of them. And we're back. We took a quick little break so I could refresh in my eyes. Yes, you look <laughs> gorgeous. Thank you. So do you. Thank you. We are both wearing platforms today. Oh my God, we are. Mine is chartreuse. Mine like are Barbie Steve pink. Madden. Barbie pink shoes. Yeah, mine are from Forever 21. Oh, you're like the color. The color is chartreuse. Oh, yeah. Okay, cute. Love that. Thank you. So Briar broke down the price for the app that I was talking about, and it's six sixty seven a month. Mm-hmm. That's nothing, guys. That's nothing. I, I like promise that you. Is not, uh, compared to my bar tabs, skip a meal at McDonald's or Taco Bell or a Sonic drink for the week, or yeah, a freaking coffee from Starbucks, or even just try like the seven day. Trial and yeah. see how it works for you. Mm-hmm. It will even remind you right before it's up. Yeah. If in case you don't want to pay for it. But I'm pretty positive this is something I do want to pay for. But yeah, I am also still excited to go to uh, the NA meeting with Briar anyway, just yeah. because I think that there's a lot of insight I can learn. Oh, yeah. And I get ready to cry there. It's like, yeah, supporter and stuff. And I've obviously had my own battles with drugs myself and it's just yeah we struggle too we're so we're real people unfortunately i mean <laughs> not unfortunately we're also as we're badasses but we still struggle that's right but yeah i think that wraps up this episode of um the girls i don't say rehab but <laughs> what is it um daddy wanted me to go to rehab but i said no 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 yeah but um, yeah, no, we're uh, we're we're in the recovery. We're past. 
We didn't need rehab. At least we weren't that bad. Right. Well, but I no shouldn't judgment. say like that. Yeah, no I'm judgment sorry. to anyone who's I'm just kidding. Rehab. Sorry. I redact that statement. I shouldn't say it like that. We just, we, we'll, take that, we'll take that part out. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with rehab by any means. I'm sorry. I was like meaning it as a joke and it's not a joke. Yeah. There was definitely a point in my life where I needed to go to rehab. Oh, like, my 100%. sister was like going to send me. She's like, I just like couldn't afford to like be off yep. work. And she was just like, Oh no, there was plenty of times I should have yeah. been in either a mental hospital or rehab, like hundred percent. Like I definitely, but luckily I met Sarah and she was, Sarah was my rehab. That's right. But we are going to recovery meetings. So, and that's honestly part of rehabilitation. So technically, yeah, we are. Yeah. We're in rehabilitation time. We sure are. But I said, no, no, no. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Until next time, guys. Don't be yourself. yourself. Bye. Bye.